You're listening to a podcast from Victory. What does it mean to have faith to be delivered? Learn from the life of Jehoshaphat in week one of Dare to Believe. Ang atin pong series ngayon ay merong kinalaman sa atin pong pananampalataya. Sabi natin, Dare to Believe. Ito po ay pag-uusapan natin sa loob ng limang linggo. Okay? Tingnan po ninyo yung mga exciting ho yung mga topic nito. At uh, ako po excited na excited na na i-preach itong mga topic na ito. Yung una pong araw, ito po ay kay Jehoshaphat. Okay? Yung pag-aaralan ho natin yan ngayon. Ano? At pangalawa ay kay Joshua. Pangatlo kay Caleb. And then pangapat kay uh, Silopedad's daughters. And then David's mighty man on the fifth week. Wow, very exciting ho itong mga topic na ito. Excited ba kayo? Sarap pong pag-aralan nito and it's something to do with faith. Nung nakaraang pong taon, nagkadumalo ka ng prayer and prophetic uh, retreat at naging bahagi po yung huling message na ipinangaral doon as something to do with 2016 prophetic word. At ito po is 2016 is a year of upgrade. Sabihin nyo upgrade. Lahat po ng bagay dito sa mundo ay nag upgrade Pati na nga ho, ang lalo ng technology. And you will be lagging behind if you will not upgrade in terms of technology. Kaya nga nakita nyo dati yung Nokia, di ba? User-friendly, very sikat na sikat yan, eh, di ba? Pero hanggang doon na lamang yung inabot nila. Pero nung mga ano, sumunod na mga taon, wala na akong unahan na ng Samsung, iPhone, at na yung ibang mga cellular phones na, ano na, na outdated na. Kasi hindi sila nagkaroon tinatawag na upgrade. Are you believing God that 2016 is a year of breakthrough? If you are believing God that 2016 is a year of great breakthrough, dapat po ay mag-upgrade din tayo in terms of our faith. Kaya po sisimulan natin ang taong ito na ay ating i-upgrade yung ating pananampalataya. At alam naman natin, ang pananampalataya ay makukuha lang natin sa pakikinig ng salita ng Panginoon. Why? Because ang sabi ng Diyos, it is impossible to please God without faith. Yes, it is impossible to please God without faith. If we would like greater victories, greater blessings, therefore, we must also be ready to upgrade our faith, to level up with the demands of the time. Okay? At makukuha po natin yan as we continue to meditate the Word of God and as we continue to listen to the Word of God. And ako, excited na ng 2016. And I'm pretty sure may mga goal kayo na hindi nangyari noong 2015. Tama ho ba? It's just alright. Kung alam ninyo na yan ay galing sa Panginoon, ituloy ninyo. Maaaring 2016 ay mangyari na po yan. Ako, nung 2013, for example, may mga prayers ako na hindi nangyari ng 2013, pero nangyari ng 2014. May mga prayers naman ako na hindi nangyari ng 2014, pero nangyari ng 2015. And I am believing na yung mga prayers ko na hindi na-answered ng 2015, I am believing itong 2016 ay i-answer ni Lord. Amen? Dahil progressive ho ang ating pananampalataya. And God would like us to have the best of, uh, of Him, Dahil ang Diyos po ay nanalo at mapagtagumpay sa pamamagitan ni Jesus na bumangon mula sa mga patay. He has given us the victory so there's no way for us to live in defeat. Amen? Kaya sa araw na ito, pag-usapan po natin sa our first topic. At ito po ay yung faith to be delivered. Sabi niyo, faith to be delivered. Okay, sa atin pong topic na ito, pag-usapan po natin, what is audacious faith? What is audacious faith and how do we exercise this kind of faith. Na ano ba ibig sabihin ng audacious faith? Isa-isahin natin yung salita. Okay? Audacious. Ang ibig sabihin po niyan is daring, spirited, and adventurous. 
Okay. In Latin word, audacia or audacity, which means a daring spirit, resolution, or confidence. Okay. Ano naman ibig sabihin ng faith? Faith is complete trust and confidence on someone or something. So it's a combination of two words. Audacious faith. It's a very bold kind of confidence and trust on the living God. So ang pagtitiwala, nating pag-uusapan sa oras ito, o pananampalataya, ay hindi yung faith to faith, o yung faith on faith, kundi faith on God. What matters is the object of our faith. Kasi sa secular, o, pagka pinag-usapan yung faith, ibig sabihin, have faith, ibig sabihin sa kanila, have faith in yourself, have faith or be positive, o have faith, o sabihin, have faith na may mangyayaring maganda. Okay. Hindi yun natin minamasama yung kanilang pananaw patungkol sa pananampalataya. But we as believers of the Lord, we believe on God and on what God can do. Amen. Hindi nakarelay sa ating kalakasan, kundi nakasandal sa kalakasan ng Diyos. Kaya po sa loob ng limang linggo, pag-uusapan po natin ay patungkol po sa pananampalataya. At ngayong araw na to, pag-uusapan natin ay tungkol sa buhay ni Jehoshaphat. Okay, kung ano yung ibig sabihin ng audacious faith sa pamamagitan ng kanyang buhay. Kaya tumayo tayong lahat at inaanyayahan ko po kayong buksan ng ating mga Bible sa 2 Chronicles chapter 20, beginning verse 1 up to 12. After these the Moabites and the Ammonites and with them some of the Meunites came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea. And behold, they are in Hazazon Tamar, that is in Gedi. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah assembled to keep help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might, so that none is able to withstand you. Did you not, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it to it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? And they have lived in it and have built for you in the sanctuary for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, the sword, the judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will heal, hear, and save. And now, behold, the man of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you have not let Israel invade, when they came from the land of Egypt, and whom they avoided and did not destroy, behold, they reward us by coming to us to drive us out of your possession." which you have given us to inherit. O our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Let's pray. Panginoon, samahan mo po kami sa oras na ito. Pangunahan mo kami at patnubayan. Nawapoy, lubusan naming maintindihan ang iyong mga salita at may apply po namin sa aming buhay. Teach us how to believe in you, Lord God, according to what you desire for us to have. Thank you so much, God. We honor you. We thank you in Jesus' name.
Bigyan po muna natin ng konting context okay, para maintindihan po natin itong ating pinag-aaralan. Ang 2 Chronicles po ay obviously ay karugtong ng 1 Chronicles. Tama? Okay. <laughs> At ito po ay tungkol sa mga pagbibigay ng emphasis doon po sa mga blessing na tinanggap ng mga righteous king. At the same time, ay in-expose din yung mga kasalanan ng mga wicked kings. Okay. Papapansin po ninyo, pagkatapos ng pagahari ni King David, ang pumalit ay si King Solomon. Okay? Pagkatapos ni King Solomon, dahil sa pasimula ang ganda, okay? humble si Solomon, humingi ng wisdom kay Lord, hindi na kung ano-anong bagay, nagamit niya yon sa kanyang pag-govern, but siya nalunod sa kapangyarihan, daming asawa, and at the same time, ay nakipag-alliances sa iba't ibang bayan, na naging daylan kung bakit pati mga Diyos-Diyosa nila ay sinambana ng bayan ng Israel. Sa madali sa may malaking pananagutan ng isang leader ng isang bayan sa kahihinatnan ng kanyang nasasakupan. Kaya naman, nakapasok ang judgment kaya after Solomon, nahati ang Israel. At nagkaroon ang tinatawag na Northern and Southern Kingdom. Yung Northern Kingdom, ayun yung tinatawag noon na Israel. Okay? Tapos yung Southern Kingdom, ito po yung Judah. Now, yung Second Chronicle po ay nakafocus doon po sa mga hari ng Judah at kung nababanggit man ang hari ng Israel or ng Northern Kingdom is kapag ka nagkakaroon ng intersection sa mga transaction nila. Okay? But basically, ang Second Chronicles ay tumutukoy ho sa iba't ibang hari. At si Jehoshaphat po ay yung masasabi nating ikaapat na hari ng Judah. Okay? So matapos si Solomon, bumilang kayo ng apat, si King Jehoshaphat ng tatay niya ay si King Asa. Now, katulad din naman ni Solomon at katulad ni Jehoshaphat at ng mga sumunod pang hari, si Asa ay talagang yung mga tao naglagak ng pag-asa sa kanya. Kasi si Asa noon ay umaasa sa Diyos. Nagtitiwala sa Diyos. Pero nung lumipas na ang panahon, nagkaroon siya ng mga godly alliances and the same mistake na ginawa ni Solomon ay ginawa din ho niya. Kaya nakapasok din ang pagsamba sa iba't ibang Diyos-Diyosan sa kanilang bayan sa kanyang pamumuno. Kaya ang pangit din ng ending ng kanyang buhay. Na ang sumunod sa kanya ay ito nga si King Jehoshaphat. Si King Jehoshaphat po is 35 years old nung siya ay magsimula bilang isang hari at 25 years young na muno sa Jerusalem. Siya po ay uh, matatawag na great man of diplomatic skill. Matindi ho yung kanyang pakipagtransaksyon. Magaling sa madaling salita ay eh, magaling siyang magkaroon ng mga political alliances. Pero yun din yung kanyang weakness. Okay, his weakness was also forming alliances, unfortunately, with the evil men. Kaya kahit na yung mga hari sa kagustuhan niyang maproteksyonan yung kingdom at mag-expand yung kingdom, pero hindi niya tinitingnan kung sino yung mga kaalyansa niya. Okay? Yan po si Jehoshaphat. Now, ang pag-aaralan po natin sa kanyang buhay ay hindi po yung negative part. Ang pag-aaralan natin ay yung positive part. Okay? Yung magandang bagay na kanyang nagawa dahil sa pamamagitan nun, kumilos ang Diyos sa kanyang bayan at napagpala silang lahat. At ay spare sila sa invasion ng mga kaaway. Now, si Jehoshaphat po sa kanya pong tagpo, okay, bago ho yung 2 Chronicles chapter 20 na ating binasa, sila po ay naharap sa isang matinding labanan. Dahil sa kanyang ungodly alliance sa evil men, ay eh, kumuntik na ho siyang mapatay. But during that particular moment, siya ay umiyak sa Diyos and the Lord heard his cry. At siya ay na-spare, samantalit siya ay naligtas. Now, ito na yung sumunod, okay, sa 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Sabi ng kanyang mga tauhan, nagsama-sama ang great multitude of people, mga Moabites, 
Ammonites at saka Meunites to invade their land. So, meron pong nakaamba na matinding labanan. Eh, medyo si Jehoshaphat, eh, may, mag, may hindi na magandang karanasan nung huling laban dahil buntik na siyang mapatay. And so, pumasok yung takot sa puso ni Jehoshaphat. Kaya, nung pumasok yung takot sa kanyang puso, ang ginawa niya ay hinanap niya ang Panginoon at inutusan niya ang kanyang bayan na magkaroon tinatawag na prayer and fasting. Okay, kaya nga yung pinakapuso ng 2 Chronicles chapter 20 ay naroon sa may verse 12. Ang sinasabi doon, We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Sino sa inyo ngayon dito may problema, but you do not know what to do? Wala kayong problema? Ha? We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Kung meron nung po pinakamagandang panalangin ni si Joshua, patay ito. Hindi namin talaga alam ang aming gagawin. Bakit? Kasi tatlong kaharian yung nagsama-sama at kukaunti lamang yung kanyang tauhan at nagsama-sama itong tatlong kaharian na to at sila i-invade. So could you imagine, ikaw isang hari, alam mo yung pananagutan bilang isang hari, alam mo yung strength ng yung, ng yung mga tauhan, ng yung sandatahan, not enough to fight against this coalition of forces against them. So sino hindi matatakot? But the good thing Sa kanyang pagkakaroon ng takot, he started seeking God. At yun po yung purpose ng prayer and fasting. Now, ano ba ibig sabihin ng prayer and fasting? Somehow, minsan may mga pananaw tayo because of our uh, culture, because of uh, wrong theology as well, akala natin ang fasting is a way to manipulate God. Parang ang tingin natin sa fasting is penitensya na pinahihirapan mo ngayong sarili para maawa ang Diyos nang sa ganun sagutin na yung panalangin mo. It's not a way to manipulate God. Prayer is fasting is you stop the activity of the flesh so that you can be sensitive to the voice of God. So in a way, you are really seeking God, hindi dahil na nawawala si Lord, kundi dahil tayo yung nawawala, minsan ay nagwawala at kadalasan ay walang-wala. <laughs> hindi kailanman nawawala si Lord. Amen. He is always there, sinlapit lang siya ng isang dasal, isang panalangin. But the question is, are we aligned with God? Now, listen to me very carefully since we are discussing about faith. It's one thing to put your faith in God. It's also one thing to put your faith on something that is according to His will. Halimbawa, nananampalataya ako. Tama yung pananampalataya mo. Nananampalataya ako sa Diyos. Nang mapapangasawa ko sa 2016, dalawa. <laughs> Tama ba yung sinasampalatayanan mo? Mali. That is why the first step for you to believe on something is first to seek the will of God. Nothing beats when you pray according to the will of God. Lord, ano ba yung gusto mo sa akin sa 2016 and to my family? You have to seek God first. Kung may ganitong klase ng situation ka, may threats of problems. Katulad kay Jehoshaphat, hindi niya alam talaga yung kanyang gagawin. Kahit ikaw gawin niyang ratio and proportion, eh, hindi one is to one yung labanan. So, hindi niya alam ang kanyang gagawin, kaya tumingin siya sa Diyos. That's the reason why they prayed and they fasted. Dahil kung naririto si Lord at naririto ang iyong pananaw at ang iyong direksyon, you will not get the point. May sasampalatayanan kaya pero mali pala yung sinasampalatayanin mo. Because the first step in praying or in, in believing God for something is make sure that you are believing God for the right thing. 
Amen. According to His will, He is going to hear us. Now, ito po yung sitwasyon ni Jehoshaphat ngayon. Now, pero dito naman natin na makikita sa ganitong sitwasyon kung paano nag-step up yung kanyang pananampalataya. Alam niyo mga kapatid, sometimes may mga pagkakataon sa buhay natin kaya tayo nakakaharap ng maraming problema dahil ang gusto ni Lord, i-upgrade yung ating pananampalataya. Kaya our first point is about audacious faith looks to God's power. Say God's power. So, ang tumingin siya sa kapangyarihan ng Diyos. Dahil at that particular point, ang nakikita niya ay ang kapangyarihan ng tatlong puwersang nagsama-sama upang patayin sila at i-conquer sila. At matapos na yung kanyang paghahari. So, it's a big uh, enemies no, na kaharap niya. Doon sa may 2 Chronicles 20 verses 5 to 6, ang sabi ron, And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. Now, tignan po ninyo yung unang ginawa ni Jehoshaphat matapos siyang magpatawag ng prayer and fasting. Pumunta siya doon sa tinatawag na house of God. Sa may new court. Ibig sabihin, yung pong templo na pinagawa ni Solomon, yun po yung tinutukoy dito. Siya po ay tumayo doon. Why? Because that is a place of God's covenant with them. And that place has been provided by God for them that every time they would experience something in, in their land, Okay? Yun po ay located sa Jerusalem. Kapag nakakarana sila ng labanan, sumpa, pestilence, calamity, pupunta sila doon at yun ang lugar na sila ay mananalangin because that is a place of God's covenant. Doon pumunta si Jehoshaphat. Mga kapatid, when you are facing a big problem in your life, always remember God's covenant with you. That is a place of God's covenant with them that place would tell them that they are God's people. Sometimes, tayo iniiwan natin sa prayer closet natin yung covenant natin kay God. Let us bring God's covenant with us wherever we go. Punta ka ng opisina, may transaction ka sa gobyerno, may business ka, magkatrabaho ka, punta sa eskwelahan. First and foremost, before you are somebody else, you are first a child of God, meaning you have a covenant with God and God is your Father. Amen. It is when you stand on that faith that I am God's child, I have access to heaven, I have covenant with God, that you can believe that God has a favor for you. Amen. When you stand before God and you look at yourself as the defeated person, then you are defeated. So be it. But when you stand there knowing and believing that He is your God, you are a child of God and you have a covenant with God, you know that you are at the advantageous position. Amen. At huwag niyong kalilimutan yun. Every time na may problema, may nahaharap, or you would like to consult God, always bring God's covenant with you, meaning a proper understanding and perspective that we are children of God and we have a relationship with Him. We have access with Him. Amen. Pwede tayong makatawag sa Diyos. At yun ang kinawa ni Jehoshaphat. Bumalik siya sa kanyang tipanan sa Diyos. Tumayo siya doon. At ang sabi ng kanyang panalangin, marami tayong matutunan dito. And said, O oh Lord God, our fathers, are you not God in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. In your hands are power and might so that no one is able to withstand you. Ang tanong ko po ngayon sa bawat isa, paano ho ba tayo nananalangin sa Diyos? Do we magnify God in our prayer? Or do we magnify our problem before the Lord? 
Iba yung klase yung prayer niya. Minagnify niya si Lord. Sabi niya, you rule over all the kingdoms of the nation. So he recognized God's authority over all nations of the world. In your hands are power and might. So minagnify niya yung kapangyarihan at kakayanan ng Diyos so that no one is able to withstand you. When you pray to God, ito yung tinatawag na adoration part that you magnify God who God is in your life. Because if you come to God at ang tingin mo sa Diyos ay maliit lang, ay huwag ka nang magpray. Dahil kung tingin mo sa Lord maliit lang at yung tingin mo sa problem mo malaki, abay hindi po pwede. Learn to magnify God instead of magnifying your problem. So ito po si King Jehoshaphat, minagnify niya ang Diyos sa kanyang paningin, sa kanyang panal- ini-express niya, kinukumpisal niya, pinapanalangin niya kung sino ang Diyos sa kanyang buhay at sa kanilang buhay at gano'ng kamakapangyarihan ang Panginoon. Maliban na makita ng- natin ang Diyos sa tamang paraan, mga kapatid, hindi tayo magiging mapagtagumpay na tunay. Learn to look at God for who He is based on His Word. Amen. Amen. Do you believe that God is a victorious God? Jehoshaphat recognized the sovereignty of God. Now, when we say, let us recognize the sovereignty of God, ibig sabihin, hindi, hindi yung wala na tayong gagawin. Diba, ako nananampala tayo, magkakatrabaho ako, pero hindi ako maghanap ng trabaho, dahil kusang lalapit sa akin yan, pupunta sa kwarto ko, at i-offer sa, wala akong ganun. Katamaran ho yun. Misan maging ganun yung ating pananaw eh. Be-bless ako ni Lord. You must believe. Hindi, ay, sovereign si Lord. Kaya niya akong i-bless kahit wala akong pananampalataya. Sometimes we abuse what sovereignty is. Hindi natin alam, God created us to be responsible being. Pati ba naman sa pananampalataya, iaasa mo pa sa iba. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. Sabi rito, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless toward Him. Gumagala daw ang mata ng Panginoon. Naniniwala ba kayo na ang mata ng Panginoon gumagala ngayon dito? At kita rin niya kung sino yung mga nakapikit ang mata. Ha, kitang-kita niya, alam din niya, yung nakadilat lang yung mata, pero tulog ang diwa. Gumagala ang mata ng Diyos. Bakit? To give strong support. Say strong support. Sa translation dyan is, The eyes of the Lord runneth to and fro to show Himself strong to those whose heart is loyal or faithful to Him. So, tinitignan ng Diyos kung sino yung mga matatapat sa Kanya, nananampalataya sa Kanya, dahil yun ang uunahin ng Diyos na Kanyang bigyan ng suporta. And God, sabi ng Ephesians 3.20, Now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us. Alala nyo ba kung may mga pagkakato sa buhay niyong humingi kayo pero ang binigay ni Lord masigit pa sa hiningi ninyo? Yeah. Dahil kayang gawin ng Diyos yun. Dahil minsan yung palalangin natin, limited yung kapasidad natin, maisip kung ano yung kompletong kalooban ng Diyos. Pero si Lord, alam niya. Kaya minsan yung binibigay niya sa atin is far greater than what we are asking. Now, according to the power at work within us. Paano daw natin makakamit ang mga bagay na hinihingi natin according to the power that is at work within us. The power is already made available, but the question is how to access that power. To access that power is dependent on your faith. What is it that you are believing God for? Or do you really believe? 
Are you convinced? Dahil yung pananampalataya ho natin, ginawa na kasi ni Lord yun lahat eh. Yung tagumpay binigay niya na, yung pananampalataya natin, pagaganahin mo lang sa finished work of Christ so we can avail the provisions of the Lord. If you would like healing, you can avail the provision of healing according to the power that is at work within you. Nananampalataya ka ba? So, narunong po nakabatay sa pananampalataya natin kung gaano kalakas yung kapangyariang mairi-release sa buhay ng bawat isa. Dahil God made us a responsible being that we are also responsible in exercising our faith. On the first place, Christ already did His part. Amen. Nilatag na yung pagkain sa lamesa, pati ba naman yung pagkain nun. Gusto mo isusubo pa rin sa inyo, Lord. We need to exercise our faith. Again, on the life of Jehoshaphat, audacious faith looks to God's promises. Dito sa my second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 8 to 9 before this event okay dala sabi rito and they have lived in it and have built for you in it a sanctuary for your name saying okay before i read that alam ni Jehoshaphat ang kanilang kasaysayan na ang templo ay nilikha para sa tuwing may kailangan sila at dapat silang manalangin they would just go into that place Inisip ni Jehoshaphat yung magagandang bagay na ginawa ng Panginoon sa nakalipas kung paano sila sinamaan sa pakikipaglaban. At nung naharap na naman sila sa labanan, muli niyang ikinote yung mga bagay na ito. Babasahin ko po sa verse 9. If disaster comes upon us, the sword judgment or pestilence or famine, we will stand before this house and before you for your name is in this house and cry out to you in our affliction and you will hear and save. Si Lord ba may mga ginawa na sa inyo in the past? Magaganda, hindi ba? Kapag ka mayroong ginawa ang Panginoon sa inyo sa nakalipas, huwag niyong kalilimutan yung alalahanin. Una, kinakailangan yung pasalamatan doon si Lord. Pangalawa, yung pananampalataya ninyo ay mas lalong tataas pa. Una, inalala niya yung ginawa ni Lord sa kanila sa nakalipas. Okay? Pangalawa, ano ba yung sinabi ng Panginoon sa kanila Sa nakalipas. Now, we know that Christianity is a journey. We have this spiritual life and we are in a journey. And if you don't know where you are now in your spiritual journey, the best thing that you can do is to go back. Ano ba yung huling sinabi ni Lord sa buhay mo? For to some, this is quite a mystery. Pastor, ano ba lagi mong sinasabi na nangungusap si Lord? Eh, hindi naman namin naririnig ang boses ni Lord eh. You know what? This is the value of having a relationship with the Lord. When you read the Word of God and you are familiar with the Word of God, the Holy Spirit can just easily speak to you and use the Word of God to speak to you. When you pray and when you read the Word of God, you'll be more sensitive. Ang isang example to, alimbawa, nagpipreach ako ngayon. May message ako sinasabi sa inyo, pero ang dating sa inyo iba-iba. Depende sa situation ninyo. Tawag doon is the personal revealed Word sa inyo. Personal. I'm speaking in a corporate manner, pero ang tama sa inyo something very personal. Yung katabi ninyo, ibang dating sa kanya ng message, pero iba din sa inyo dahil magkaiba kayo ng sitwasyon. Ayan po ba kayo? That is the value when you listen intently and when you meditate the Word of God carefully. You can hear God speaking to you by the power of the Holy Spirit and the manner by which God speaks to you is according to His Word. Misang kasi, Kapag babad na babad ka sa mga bagay sa sanlibutan, ano ang tendencing marinig mo? Ang tendencing marinig mo, yung boses ng kaaway o sarili mong boses, hindi yung boses ng Diyos. 
That's why when you have your relationship with God, ito sinabi sila sa, you may not be a prophet, but certainly we are God's prophetic people because God speaks to us. Kinote po ni Jehoshaphat yung pangako ng Panginoon. At ang sabi niya, binagdiinan niyang pansin, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. As if Jehoshaphat was saying, Lord, this was your promise to us. So I'm here. I'm standing here right now in the temple or in, the, in your house. We would like you to hear our prayers. Yun po yung kanyang sinasabi. Now, kung hindi mo alam kung nasan ka sa ngayon, jory ng iyong buhay, go back to the old, or to the past promise of the Lord dahil hindi naman natatapos yun. Progressive ang mga pangako ng Panginoon. Now, dahil yun, may karugtong. Adyan po ba kayo? So, sa madali sa taambuhay, eh, talaga palang parang telenovela. Parang abangan ng susunod na kabanata. Yung huling sinabi sa inang Panginoon, balikan mo dahil may karugtong yun. Then seek out for God's fresh revelation in your life. Now, dito natin makikita yun sa 2 Chronicles 20 verse 14. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel. Propeta po ang pinag-uusapan dito. So, the Spirit of the Lord is very timely that the Holy Spirit would speak to them as a people. You know why? Because God's revelation is always just in time, is always in time with what we need. If you are seeking out for God's direction, God will give it to you at the proper time only if you know how to seek Him. Ang problema sa atin, we don't seek God. We're so busy seeking for solution, but we are not seeking God. Once you seek God, you will be able to see the solution. Amen? So, ito ngayon, nangusap ang Lord in a fresh way, and we need 2016. Do you have your fresh revelation from God? Are you getting the fresh promise from the Lord quickened by the Holy Spirit in your heart? Ibahu yung, ang salita ng Diyos is a general revealed word. Lahat yan para sa atin. But there are specific moments ng buhay natin that we need a specific direction. And let us seek God. Ibig sabihin, it's not automatic that you see. You have to seek it out. Hahanapin mo, mag-exert ka ng effort. Kaya nga sila nag-prayer and fasting eh. Amen? Now, in verse 15, then he said, Listen, all Judah, ito na yung word ngayon. Listen, all Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde for the battle is not yours but God's. Was it a fresh revelation? Yes. Because he was afraid. And the word of God came just in time when he was afraid. Sabi sa akin, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the battle is not yours but God's. You may be facing a very difficult situation today, but let me tell you, God is telling you, do not be afraid. Because if you operate in the mode of fear, there is the absence of faith. Kung ikaw ay nag-aaral, makikita mo na naman ulit yung terror na professor mo bukas. Do not be afraid! <laughs> Pagpasok mo bukas, alas 9 o alas 10, oros man pasok mo, makikita mo na naman muli yung boss mo na laging kinakalabog yung lamesa sa tuwing ikaw ay kausap. Do not be afraid. May negosyo ka, tapos na, naubos na pera ng mga tao, iniisip mo na ako, baka matumal ang benta ko. Do not be 
afraid. Naku, magbe-birthday ka na naman. Wala pa rin si Mr. Wright. Do not be afraid. <laughs> we have different situations of life, but it applies. Do not be afraid. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, do not be afraid. <laughs> Baka sa kanya kayo natatakot. <laughs> and do not be discouraged. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Kung kayo'y nakatanggap ng mensahe, hindi ba napaka-comforting yun? Wow! Wala palang rason para ako matakot. Dahil yung labanang ito, hindi ko pala labanan. Labanan pala ito ni Lord. Amen? Now, after that fresh revelation that strengthened His faith, okay, nagbigay ngayon ng Panginoon ng direction. Ano yun? So verse 16, Tomorrow go down against them. Ano ibig sabihin no? Harapin ninyo yung inyong mga kalaban. Does it make sense? Yung direction has something to do with the revelation? Align sila? Hindi sinabi Lord, do not be afraid. Tapos pagdating doon sa kabilang instruction sa kanila, run away from your enemies and hide. Parang, it doesn't make sense. Tama ba? So yung revelation ay mayroong kinalaman ay connected, directly connected doon sa direction. Do not be afraid. This battle is not yours. But God's, tapos pagsabi, face your enemy. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness of Jeruel. Now, dito sa may verse 17, pinagsama na yung direction at saka yung revelation. You will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm. Ano yung sabihin ng stand firm? Huwag kang magdududa sa pananampalataya mo. Hold your position. What is that position? It's a position of victory. And see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them and the Lord be with you. Praise Him. Praise Him. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, the Lord be with you. Sabi mo naman, and also with you. Yun yung fresh revelation na tinanggap nila sa Panginoon. And the reason is that they would comply on what God was actually telling them. Misan sa atin, nagbasa ka ng Bible, nagbigay ng kalooban ng Panginoon sa iyo. And yet, ayaw mong sundin. Bakit? Ang namamayani sa iyo, misan yung emosyon mo, yung kagustuhan mo, hindi yung kagustuhan ng Diyos. Nagbasa ka pa ng Bible, gay obviously alam mo yung kalooban ng Panginoon, and yet you're trampling down on the promises of God or on the Word of God. Whenever you receive something, take hold of it. Kung ano yung sinabi ni Lord sa'yo, mas maliwanag pa yun kaysa sa mga circumstances na mararanasan mo. Dahil kapag may tinanggap kang pangako, the enemy will try to prove that that promise is not true. So you would see the contrary evidences of what the Lord's promise to you. Kung ikaw pinangakuhan ka ng Panginoon na ikaw ay sasagana ang buhay, misa mararanasan mo is the opposite. Because the enemy would try to tear down your faith, it is when he tear down your faith, that he would succeed. Hindi mangyayari ngayon sa inyo yung pangako ng Panginoon o madidelay. That's why you need to stand firm and hold on to your position. Isipin mo, you are in a victorious position. Amen? Bakit? Dahil ang Diyos ay totoo sa kanyang mga pangako. Nasubukan niyo na bang may mga taong nangako sa inyo pagkatapos hindi naman tinupad yung pangako? Babayaran kita. Bukas. 
ay ilang taon nang lumipas eh, nangangako pa rin, wala pa rin. Mga kadalagahan dito, pinangakuan kayong pakakasalan. Pala lima kayong pinangakuan. But God is not like that. Numbers 23:19. God is that man that he should lie or son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? Sabi ni Joshua, Joshua 21 verse 45, Not one word of all the good promises that the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. Lahat ay nangyari. You know, when I was meditating, one time, nilista ko mula January hanggang December ng 2015, yung mga major breakthrough ko. Akala ko mag-i-struggle ako ng pagsusulat. When I started putting the months up to December, nung nilalagay ko na, recalling everything, ay sandali-sandali ko lang kung nakita kung gaano kadakila ang Diyos dahil bawat buwan may magandang bagay na ginawa ang Panginoon ng great breakthrough sa aming buhay. To me and to my family. Na pwede ko rin ilista kung ano yung mga tragedies and miseries na naranasan namin. Na hospital yung tatay ko, nagkasakit yung asawa ko, etc. etc. Pero why should I do that maapektuhan lang yung pananampalataya ko, I would rather focus my eyes on God and on the works of God rather than on my miseries. Baka kayo kung mag-meditate, ha, baliktad ha, noong 2015, ganito nangyari sa akin. Wala, ma-overwhelm kayo ng kawalang pananampalataya. Si Jehoshaphat, mga kapatid, he held on the new promises of God in their lives. And this is the way they express their faith. Audacious faith looks to God in praise. Sabi niyo, praise. Tignan natin kung paano nilang hinarap, ha? Sabi ng verse 18, Then Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground in all Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. And the Levites of the Kohathites and the Korahites stood up in praise the Lord, the God of Israel with a very loud voice. Hindi tipid yung kanilang pagpupuri sa Diyos, malakas na pagpupuri sa Panginoon. Amen. Pastor, paano ako makakapagpuri? Ay eh, yung nagkakautang sa akin, hindi pa ako binabayaran hanggang ngayon. Mahirap pong magpuri sa panahon ng problema. Amen. But that is the most rewarding part na kahit ang bigat ng problema, nagagawa mo pa rin i-focus sa kalakihan ng Diyos ang iyong pananampalatik, kaya nagagawa mo pa rin umawit. Amen. Kahit wala kang handa ng Pasko, and yet tuloy na tuloy pa rin ang Pasko mo. Kahit na konti lang yung kinain mo noong noche, medya noche, masaya ka pa rin. Nagagawa mo pa rin magpuri sa Diyos. It is because nakatingin ka sa kalakihan ng Diyos, hindi ng problema mo. Amen. Let's give Him praise. Kaya kanina, pinagmamasdan ko ng praise and worship, tinitin ako, sino kaya may, may mga mabibigat na problema dito? Obvious na obvious. <laughs> sa verse 21, sabi, And when he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise Him in holy attire. And they went before the army and say, Give thanks to the Lord for His steadfast love endures forever. Magpapasalamat na agad, hindi pa naman. Hindi wala pa yung tagumpay, magpapasalamat na. Yes, because that's an act of faith. Amen. 
Anong ginawa ni Jehoshaphat? Nakita niya, vast army ang lalaban sa kanila. Anong ginawa niya? Nag-form siya ng music ministry. Nagbuo siya ng warfare intercessors. Ang daladala, harp, flute, tamburin, at yung mga singers at saka yung mga choir. Iniisip ko, paano kayang lalaban ito? Eh, ang kalaban ng kabila, may, may, may horses and chariots, may bow, may arrows, may, may sword. Yun ang kanilang mga makakalaban. Sila ang hawak nila, flute, harp, tamburin. Iniisip ko, hindi kaya yung, yung harp ipangahampas nila dun sa mga, sa mga sundalo. Kaya nga, audacious eh. Very bold faith na sa pamagitan ng pagsamba sa Diyos, tatalunin nila yung mga yun. And that's exactly what happened in verse 22. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah so that they were routed. So, si Lord na mismo yung nakipaglaban sa kanila. Paano nangyari? Walang specifics kung paano nangyari. But let me guess, the way God did it in the past, maaaring He sent a spirit of confusion na yung tatlo, ang strength nila, magsama-sama sila, pero their strength became their weakness by nang mag-send si Lord ng spirit of confusion, sila-sila mismo yung nagpatayan sa isa't isa. What the devil meant for evil, the Lord meant it for good. Amen? Come on, let's give Him praise. Could you imagine, sabi, sabi ng verse 24, When Judah came to the watchtower of the wilderness, they looked toward the horde, and behold, there were dead bodies lying on the ground. None had escaped. Wow! Complete victory. At ang sabi pa rito sa verse 25, When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoil, they found among them in great numbers goods, clothing, precious things, which they took for themselves until they could carry no more. Ilang araw? Sabi rin, they were three days in taking the spoil. It was so much. Lahat ng mga daladala, ng mga kalaban nila, ay naging pagpapalang lahat sa kanila. The wealth of the wicked will be laid in the hands of the righteous. Amen? To see that in practical terms for you to imagine, Maaaring may tinang, pwede ka tanggapin na blessing na hindi mo alam pa paanong gagawin ng Panginoon. May opportunity na dapat para sa iba biglang naisingit ikaw yung nakakuha ng opportunity na yun. Maaaring may business dealing na alam mo, close na sa dili biglang nag-open. Mayroong promotion na hindi dapat sa'yo pero ikaw yung nalagay, nag-resign yung general manager o yung manager, biglang ikaw yung nailagay. O dahil sa wala na talagang mailagay, ikaw na lang nag-iisang tauro, kaya ginawa ka manager. Opportunity pa rin yun. <laughs> Ajan po ba kayo? Papanong gagawin ni Lord yun? Napakadami yung paraan. Let, wag nating maliitin ang kakayanan ng Diyos na lumikha ng opportunity para sa buhay ng bawat isa sa atin. It's all because of Jesus Christ so that we can glorify Him more and see Him as a relational God, as someone who cares for each and every one of us. You know what? Nagahangad tayong lahat ng victory. But actually, Christ has already given us the victory when He died on the cross. Nung siya nabuhay na muli, is giving the victory to every one of us. All we have to do is to maximize and utilize and exercise our faith so we can have all these blessings. Why? Because lahat po ang bawat isa sa atin ay nakipag-isa na 
sa Diyos sa pamamagitan ni Kristo Yesus. At ang sabi po ng 1 John 5.4, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Sabi natin, faith. Yung pananampalataya po natin ang mag-a-access sa tagumpay na ibinigay na ng Panginoon sa bawat isa. Audacious faith in God gives us deliverance and victory against our enemies. What are the enemies that you are facing today? Maybe you are sick and you are battling that sickness for a long time. Maybe in your finances, maring nababaon ka sa utang, unagikipit ka, minsan pagdating ng sweldo mo, hindi pa dumarating yung kasunod, eh wala na naman. Are you battling for a huge army against you and your family? Nothing is impossible with God if you would just dare how to believe. Amen? Come on, let's just bow our head and let us close our eyes. Christ has given us that victory. Kung nagawa niyang bigay ang kanyang sarili doon sa krus, hindi kaya niyang ibigayang ibigay yung mga pangangailangan mo, kapatid. Huwag kang magduda sa kakayanan ng Diyos. Magtiwala ka sa Kanya na anuman ang sitwasyon ng ating buhay. God is a God that would keep His promise. He's a powerful God. We can always put our trust in Him. Lord, patawarin mo po kami sa aming mga kawalan ng pananampalataya sa buhay na ito. Sometimes our eyes are not on you, but our eyes are on the bigness of our trouble, of our misery. Sometimes you look at the impossibility of situation rather than looking on your power and might. Patawarin mo kami, Panginoon, kung may mga confession kami na mali, kung may mga pananaw kami na mali, na yung mga pangako na minsan inabandon na namin dahil ang kala namin hindi na mangyayari. Patawarin mo kami, Panginoon, sa aming kawalan ng pananampalataya sa iyo. Cleanse us, O God, with the blood of Jesus. And because of your word, we say, Lord, we believe. And we dare to believe even on impossible things. Ano man yung mga hinihingi nyo sa Panginoon, ano man yung hinaharap ninyong sitwasyon, you may, you may need deliverance from your trouble today. Why don't you lift that up to God? Lift those concerns to God right now. Let us express our faith through our prayers. That's the starting point. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that you open wide our spiritual eyes so we can always see you, your promises, your power and might, that we can always praise you even in the midst of trouble. Salamat, Panginoon. Listen to the prayers of your people. Habang tayo po ay nakayoko, I will give opportunity for everyone to receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Maring hindi mo pa ito nagawa sa nakalipas ng iyong buhay. Maring ngayon bago ka lang or you've been attending in this place for quite some time pero aminado ka na hindi mo pa lubusang isinuko yung buhay mo sa Panginoon. Kapatid, sa pagpasok ng taong itong 2016, hindi ba mainam na ang buhay mo ay simulan mong ibigay kay Heso Kristo? And if you are that person, I am very much willing na ipalalangin ka, kapatid, 
kung nais mong tanggapin ang Panginoon sa iyong buhay, pwede bang taas mo lang ang iyong kamay sa oras na ito? I'll pray for you. Salamat po sa kamay na yan. Nakita kayo ng Diyos. Salamat po sa kamay na yun. Just lift up your hands wherever you are seated. Don't mind the person beside you. This is your personal decision. Lift up your hands. Thank you, the Lord can see you. Salamat. Salamat. Last call. And I'm going to count one to three. This is your chance. Jesus loves you so much that He would like to be in your heart today. Don't miss that opportunity. I'm going to count one, two, three. Just lift up your hands. One, two, three. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay. Pwede po ba kayong tumayo sa oras ito? I'll pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Can we give them a hand right now? Sige po. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay. Huwag po kayong maya. You are doing a good thing. Tayo po kayo. Yes, tayo po kayo. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for those who for standing up. Tayo pong lahat ay manalangin. I just would like to pray for you. Sumabay lang po kayo muna sa panalangin. Ito lahat po nang nagtas ng kamay. Sabi niyo, Panginoong Isus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo. Patawarin mo po ako sa lahat ng aking kasalanan na aking nagawa. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Inaalay ko po sa iyo ang buhay na ito. Patawarin mo ako, Panginoon, Sa lahat-lahat ng aking kasalanan, pumasok ka sa aking puso bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Ang lahat sa buhay ko, inaalay ko na sa iyo. Nananampalataya ako na matay ka sa krus at nabuhay na muli para sa aking kaligtasan. Salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these, or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.